You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast Family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 54 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I am here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. How's it going, guys? It's going good. How you doing? <laughs> good, good. Cody? I'm great. I got a new name and everything. <laughs> uh, we'll still call you Cody. All right. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah, it is yeah, our happy first new year. year. It's our first episode since the new year. Uh, Cody reminded us yesterday or the day before that it had been five weeks since we recorded. Uh, that's a long time. Uh, time flies. Uh, that might be our longest it. break. It is. I'm pretty sure it is. I, I think we had like a four-week break one time. And we were like, we got to do it. We got to do it. It's been yeah. four weeks. The five-week <laughs> thing. And we tried to record the week before Christmas. We, we couldn't get tech the tech was kind of crazy. We couldn't get our mics to connect. Right. And so we just scrapped it and, uh, spent Christmas and new year's. And then, uh, you know, we've been back from new year's, what, two weeks now and that we should probably record soon. Um, <laughs> things have just been busy. Uh, I've been busy. Cody's been busy. James has been busy. Um, but we had a good holiday. Uh, at least I did good, good Christmas, good new year's. I actually got to spend new year's with James Yep. Down in Texas with our other brother-in-law, uh, Cody. Unfortunately, he wasn't there with us, but I think he had fun doing whatever he was doing. What did you do, Cody? Yeah, what did you do? For what, Christmas, New Year's, what? Uh, New, Year's, New Year's. Um, I hung out with James's son because we were the only two members in the entire family that weren't invited to the party. Everybody was invited. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You're always invited. <laughs> no, um... You know, you, you know, when I put out a message that says, hey, everyone can come to my house for New Year's, that's everyone. Christmas, that's everyone. I don't care. So so let's just say right now, at the end of the year, New Year's, I'm going to Jason's, Cody. <laughs> okay. and, and Jason, I don't invited. know if you know that, but just so you know, I am coming. Okay, sounds <laughs> so, good. <laughs> so Cody, you're invited also. I'll make Jason's sure a lot easier than I can get to Texas. Well, there you, you go. You could Start have drove out. You could have drove out Christmas Day. And you could have drove with us down to Texas. See, that would be hard to do after just taking a week off for a honeymoon and then another That's week true. off for COVID. So, well, then don't don't blame us for not oh, inviting I wasn't you. Blaming anybody? Why did it work for not giving you more time off? Yeah, it would have been great if you would have been there. Yeah, how was your how was your trip before Christmas? Trip before Christmas was good. Uh, the week before, weekend before Christmas, I spent um, that weekend at a cabin up at a ski resort in Utah with my dad and his wife and that side of the family. Uh, we do like an early Christmas to try to not conflict with 
trying to spend time with everyone separated families and things like that for Christmas itself. So we just kind of do something early to make things easier for everyone. And then. Isn't that the one where you text me and said that's the first time you guys didn't have snow? Mm. Or, or, Or you posted something on Facebook that you didn't have as much snow or any snow as like in the years past. Maybe not. Maybe it was somebody else. Maybe it was my other nephew. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it, it doesn't look like it's that familiar. No. <laughs> no. All right. All right. I Maybe didn't text you. you. There's not really great seller service up there, so it wasn't me. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, maybe someone posted because uh, I'm 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 friends with your dad on Facebook, so maybe somebody posted and he was tagged and I saw it. Was there snow? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Okay. Well then, nah, maybe it's someone else. I mean, not as much as some years, but we've been up there yeah. where there wasn't any snow at all, and there was snow this year. So, uh, for Christmas itself, uh, my wife and I we went and saw my mom uh, for Christmas Eve and, and Christmas Day. And then after Christmas, we went to St. George and spent the remainder of that weekend uh, with my wife's family. In St. George, and then we both came back up. Nice. Logan. Yeah, because I had to work. She had the week off, but. The beauty of having multiple sides of families, you gotta, you gotta try to make time for everybody. I know. <laughs> so, uh, it's it can be rough sometimes. Does it sound weird yet, or does it feel weird saying my wife and I? No, uh, wife <laughs> is not wife. The transition to wife was not difficult. The okay. the hard part. Uh, was saying fiance fiance felt really weird uh, okay. fiance still feels really weird i know we're married now so she's not right. my fiance it's just when, when you said wife and i i was like i wonder if cody's used to saying that yet my wife and i yeah <laughs> or if he stares in the mirror all night be like my wife and i you know <laughs> my wife and i <laughs> mr and mrs cody jackson <laughs> so that's cool yeah but yeah no issues no issues with travel uh well <laughs> <laughs> the, reason, the reason I asked because I know there was some. <laughs> what happened? Uh, <laughs> I guess I, I guess have to go into details, but word word has got around. I guess I can't get in trouble for sharing this because she doesn't ever listen. Right. Uh, her parents do, and, and you can you can you can leave her name out of it. Okay, it's my, my wife, say, <laughs> my my loving wife, my, my former fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that weekend before Christmas, we get back into town, uh, Sunday night and we get back. We don't really have food or anything at the house cause we were gone all weekend and, and kind of cleared everything out before we had left town and we get home and it's, I don't know, six thirty, seven o'clock and we were hungry, but didn't have anything. We're like, we'll just go grab something quick for dinner. Um, so we can eat something and try to go to bed on time so we can get up or so I could get up and go to work the next day. And she offered to go get the food. And I stayed at the house and started just kind of tidying things up because things were kind of a disaster because we left in a hurry and gift wrap and stuff everywhere. So I was just kind of picking things up and I don't know. She calls me a couple of times, but I missed the call because my Apple watch was dead. And so I didn't get the notification on there. And my phone was downstairs and I was upstairs. Anyway, I finally get around to saying she had called. Um, I call her back and she's just full on tears, full on tears. 
and trying to figure out what's going what's going on because she's not very, she's not communicating very well through all the tears. And then just the, she just kind of drops like she just stops talking completely. Like I can't hear her anymore. The only thing I can hear is the blinking of like the hazard lights in the car. And I'm like, hello, like, are you there? Like what's going on? You called me hyperventilating and crying and now you're unresponsive. So now I'm freaking out. And then she finally gets back on and she's got a flat tire. And, and mind you, this car she's driving is not even, we hadn't even had this car a month yet. This car is 20. We've had this car for 28 days. She's on the side of the road with a flat because she uh, apparently uh, decided to bounce off of a curb somewhere and (laughs) pop the tire. (laughs) And so she's, she feels, she feels really bad. She felt just bad because she thought I was going to get mad at her. And we had just bought the car uh, the day before Thanksgiving. And now it's a week before Christmas. So it hasn't been a full month yet. And it's got a flat tire. And I was like, okay. So I, I go to her where she's at on the side of the road. I was like, no problem. I can, you know, 28 days after getting in the car, I was like, I can finally prove my my worthiness as a husband. I can change the flat tire. Your manhood, huh? <laughs> yes. I, I, I am here issuing my man card in exchange for a uh, service tire. Um, pop the trunk lift the flap in the, in the trunk to get to the tire. And there's a foam insert in the wheel well of the tire or in the wheel well of the trunk. And there's this little kit in there on how to reinflate your tire. And it has this little liquid solution and an air pump that you plug into like the, the cigarette lighter car adapter thing in the car. And you're supposed to put the bottle in the pump and it's supposed to reinflate your tire. It almost kind of works like one of those slime bike tires. You know, right. like a hole or something. It's supposed to cover the hole from the inside and reinflate it, and you can drive and to to a point where you can get it repaired. Right. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but it doesn't do a lot of good when the hole is in the sidewall of the tire. <laughs> so that doesn't do me any good. There's no spare, and now I'm like, great. Now, <laughs> now what am I supposed to do? Luckily, she was only an eighth of a mile from the house. So it's like, just drive it slow. We'll limp it to the house. We'll figure this out tomorrow. Because at this point, it's like 8.30, 9 o'clock. On Sunday Sunday. night in Utah, I'm like, this isn't getting resolved tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll figure it out tomorrow. Uh, The next day, I have to get it towed to the dealership because the guy at the dealership luckily convinced me in buying the tire protection where they can put a brand new tire on it free of cost or free of additional cost after I paid for the protection. And so 28 days after buying this car, driving it off the lot and it's a 2021 model. And so it's still December of 2020. So, I mean, this car is (laughs) brand spanking new and now it's on a wrecker heading back to the dealership. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just a hassle, like just trying to go through, like it would have been easier if I had gone down to Harbor Freight, bought a jack because there's no jack in the car either. 
there is a cutout in the foam insert that was in the wheel well in the shape of a jack. So you could put a jack in the foam. Wow. So you you learned a lesson that next time you go to buy a car, you look for those things. Hey, does it got a spare tire? (laughs) Yeah. Does it have a jack? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy that it wasn't in there. Yeah. What kind of car? It's a 2021 Toyota Corolla hybrid. Okay, nice. Yeah, it's actually really nice. But it's all good now? It's Brand all good now. Tire. It took them like three days to put a freaking tire on it. but Really? Yeah, we didn't get the car back till Wednesday night. The, Would the, have been quicker for it sitting in your driveway, like you said, to go to Harbor Freight, buy a jack. Could, could, could you have just taken the tire to them? And say, hey, I, I, I need you to fix this right now, or do they need the car there with the They tires? wanted a car because they wanted to inspect uh, the frame and everything to make oh, sure okay. nothing else was damaged that maybe just right. wasn't apparent at the time. Okay. You know, So they okay. wanted, whether or not they did it, they wanted to do their multi-point inspection on it. At least give you paperwork that said they did it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I I heard part of the story when I was down in Texas, so I so I so I had to ask you. Well, because my mom was when when her and uh, my stepdad Les got married, she was really notorious for popping tires and hitting curbs and things like that. And so she was calling him. I don't know how regularly it seemed a lot as a kid. Right, calling him because she was on the side of the road with a flat tire. And so when this, after all this was said and done that night and we get back to the house and everything and I, I've spent however long trying to get her to finally calm down. First she was crying because she thought I would be mad at her. Then she was crying because I was so nice to her about it. It's just like, <laughs> make, make up your mind. <laughs> uh, and I, I texted my stepdad and I said, now I know how you feel when mom would call you with a flat tire on the side of the road. <laughs> I said, now I know what it's like. Yeah. But very, well, very cool story, but sucks that you had to go through all that. So valuable life lesson. Make sure your car yeah. has a spare. Yeah, <laughs> we got lucky going down to Texas, no weather, no, no hassles. Uh, had it been last year, us traveling down to Texas, we'd have ran into snow because everybody that came up here last year had to drive through snow. Yeah. So um, we had a little bit of rain down in Texas, but it was overall it was a very hassle-free, hassle-free trip. Got to eat some in and out, and uh, got to do a lot of things that people from Texas always talk about. Go to Bucky's and yeah, go to a HEB, which. I still think it's a store, but they do have really good orange juice. So, uh, <laughs> good old H E B uh, and Waterburger. Uh, yeah, Waterburger. It, it you was, know, I, I don't, right. I don't get the the hype about Waterburger. <laughs> Waterburger, just the I way mean, you like it. <laughs> like, like uh, I think one of your friends, even Jason on Facebook, said something about why are you eating that trash or something yeah, about yeah. In and Out. I'm going to Water, like, Waterburger. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. No, it's just, no, no, it's like, I eat it and it's like, okay. <laughs> All <Yeah>. right. <laughs> That's how it was when I, because everybody always talked about, especially your mom, Cody. Uh, and then Marsha, when she came back from visiting your mom in Texas, she's like, you got to go to, we got to go to HEB. And I was like, all right, let's go. And I walked in, I was like, it's a store. 
they have food and they have things. And it's a grocery store. It's a grocery store, you know. Uh, but I mean, granted, the the orange juice was awesome. Uh, we bought like five, I think four, four or five of the big big things, which mm-hmm. I didn't realize they were eight bucks a piece. But you know, oh well, <laughs> freshly squeezed orange juice. <laughs> so so it was good. We got some tortillas from there. Those were good. Uh, those but, those flour corn tortillas were amazing. Yeah, I don't know where they where did they get those from because it wasn't H E B. Oh, it wasn't? Well, maybe I thought it was. was. Yeah, it's H-E-B. Okay. Yeah. We didn't see that. We just bought regular flour. I I, I guess uh, your, 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 your mom got the flour slash corn. Yeah, I mean, their, their flour tortillas are great too, but the flour, the corn flour ones were really good. Yeah. yeah. So, so we had fun. We had fun. It, we, the week went, went by too fast. Yep. Uh, we got a little rain there. I'm glad we got out of there because uh, last week, I guess they got snow down there. Yeah, and it went pretty brother, far into the state too. Yeah, my brother down in Hutto, which is near closer to Austin. Uh huh. He got he got snow. I mean, his kids built a snowman and everything. So, yeah, I know in a lot of the university towns in Texas, like College Station, I think got yeah. snow, and that's a little further south than. And then he that. said something about his his daughter not being used to snow or something because she tried to go out and play in the snow with socks on. I was like, you can't you can't <laughs> do that. You gotta. You got to put some shoes on. <laughs> She's never been in snow. She lived in California and then Texas. So that'd have been her first snow. I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Well, that's, uh, I think that's enough of what we did the last five weeks. Um, enough of a recap there. Yeah. Yeah. I did get some, I got a lot of, uh, while, oh, speaking of, uh, well, Disney, we can bring up Disney while I was down there with James uh, we went with our sister-in-law and my daughter. We found a used bookstore. I guess that's going to be a Christmas or New Year's tradition. Whenever we're together, we got to go find a used bookstore. Yep. Um, I found a bunch of Disney books that I bought. Um, who knows if I ever get to read them, but I got them. You know, four books about Walt Disney. I got to check on the authors to see how uh, how accurate they are, or you know, if they actually know what they're talking about. But. Uh, very, very cool. Find. And then I bought a small world record that I still need to buy a record player for. So. Yeah, he had to he had to wrench it out of my hands. <laughs> I, I, I ran through the store, tackled him. He dropped it, fumbled it. I picked it up. He came around the corner. He's like, hey, I got a record for you. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm sure as soon as James saw it, he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Instant narcolepsy. (laughs) He just hears it and he's just instant 15 minute power nap. That's right. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Yeah. So that was our last five weeks. Um, So I did get some Disney stuff in there. So, I mean, other Disney stuff in the last five weeks, did we, was the last episode of Mandalorian on before we recorded last? Did we talk about that in the last time? No. I uh, think that. we were going to talk about it the night we were going to record and couldn't record. Oh, okay. Um, so, so go ahead, guys, James. What did you guys think of that? one that had watched it yet at that point. Okay, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, because I, I didn't get to see it for like a week because I don't remember exactly why or what I was doing. But right. <clears throat> no, it was uh, great. I thought it was yeah, awesome. Probably, I mean, obviously you want, as you move through like a series or like a, a, a season worth of shows, 
you want the next one to be better than the last one. I think that the last one was probably the best of the, uh, now I, now I will say, I think it was the episode before that, that they had Bill, Bill Burr on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, he, I, I love that guy. He is so funny and I thought he played a great character. He, it was, you could tell, I mean, obviously he had lines written for him, but you could tell it was, it was also the type of comedy that he does. Some, some of the things that he would say. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. that was probably one of my favorites, but you know, the he's last hilarious. Episode, yeah. Yeah. And, and he's not, uh, he's not a politically correct comic. So <laughs> I think that's what I might like about him the most, but, uh, yeah, I thought that was a good episode. Um, got to see, uh, see him without his helmet on for a long period of time. I mean, cause he, cause he took it off. Uh, yep. yeah. So, um, but yeah, episode eight was good. I'm excited for episode or for the third season, even though I got to wait like a year. Um, so I'll probably, I'm probably going to start all over and watch them all again this summer. Yeah. Uh, try to watch one a week leading up until, the time when episode or when the third season comes out, I keep saying episode three, but season three. Um, so they've yeah. also announced since then, like what, like 10,000 different star Wars <laughs> series yeah, I, coming out. I, I, don't, I, I can't even keep track. So I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. at the end of the episode, obviously they talk about, they do the little snippet for Boba Fett. Right. 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 Which was I think intentionally left out of all the announcements that happened before that episode aired. Right. They announced like nine different star Wars related TV shows right. and did not announce that one and left that one to be announced as you finished watching Mandalorian. Right. And it's coming out, I think around the same time that season three for the Mandalorian is coming out, right? Unless so one of them gonna... gets delayed. Boba Fett's supposed to come out sometime in December of this year, 2021. And Mandalorian is slated for Christmas time, 2021 as well. So we could get an episode of each per week. Because the, the thing about it is that they're going to be two epi two shows happening in the same point of time on the same timeline. They're going to be running so parallel you, to each other. You think there'll be any like combining? I, I don't see why they wouldn't. You know, I don't think every episode they're, they're going right. to be crossing paths or anything, but I I could see them. It'd be very plausible for them to connect the two storylines because technically the storylines have already been connected and now they're starting to branch out, but they could easily intertwine again or cross over. Yeah, we could. So the question is, are we going to get an episode of both each week? Are we going to get one episode of Boba Fett one week and the next week we'll get Mandalorian? Then they're the week oh, after that would, Boba Fett. That would be horrible. I hope not. And so you'd have to technically wait two weeks for the the next right. episode per show. Uh, do you, did you see when are the other series coming out? Because I know the one with ah ah Ahsoka is gonna go, there's gonna be that one. There's gonna be the one with Obi Wan, right? Yeah. Um, you know, did you, I mean, I didn't, I don't remember hearing any release dates on any of those. Did you notice when the release dates are, are those? They on didn't those? give a ton of release dates for them. No. I'm trying to see. Um, okay. All we know right now is that Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show 
sometime in 2021. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I've got a change on that. Yeah. I just looked it up. Uh, you want me to go down the list? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, so, uh, one of them called Andor. Yeah. It says release date is 2022 mm-hmm. to be determined. This came out December 11th, 2020. So that was around the time that they were announcing them all, I believe. Yeah. Um, I've got Obi-Wan Kenobi. It says to be determined 2022. Mm, okay. Uh, Ashoka. Is that, is that how you say it? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Ahsoka yeah. Uh, doesn't even have a, uh, doesn't have a date. Nope. It says yet. no premiere date or showrunner has been announced. Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic doesn't have a release date. Star Wars The Bad Batch, um, no release date. Um, how do you say this? Uh, Acolyte? The Acolyte? Yep. Uh, no release date. Uh, Lando, no release date. So really only Obi-Wan and uh, Andor has a release date. The rest are unknown. And then Mandalorian season three, it says it's Christmas of 2021. So yeah, go, cool. go, going back to the, the last episode, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear this, shut your ears for a couple seconds, but it's been <laughs> what a month. Yeah. Almost a month. So everybody, I think Mike, everybody knew within a week, I think. Right. Yeah. It didn't take long for that news to hit the internet. I mean, I'd, I'd say a large percentage knew yeah. within 24 hours. But what 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 I'm going to mention is I thought was funny is uh, what's her name uh, Bo Katan mm-hmm. going on that mission per, specifically to get the dark saber right mm-hmm. yeah and then the Mandalorian ends up battling uh, what's Moth. his name Moth, uh, Moth making him the rightful owner of the dark saber in order for her to get it from him they have to battle he can't just give it to her and the look on her face when because Moth was kind of he, he he had this smile on his face like like he knew and when Mando spared him at the end of their battle right he gets this he gets that look and he's like well this will be interesting yeah and yeah you wonder why he says that until the the interaction between Mando and Bo-Katan later yeah. on the, in the brig or yeah. not the brig he just wanted to give it to her he the didn't bridge. want it yeah. yeah yeah he tried he tried he, well and he what, what's interesting and obviously it was for plot purposes but she expects moth to be in the bridge or on the bridge right 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 so they storm the bridge shoot the other officers or whatever that are in there and, and then she's there. like where's moth gideon and then it's like they just hang out there until until mando comes and brings him along with him he's not there why don't you go find him you would think if it was so important and if she if she knew yeah. that it had to be one in order for her to to really wield its power and be recognized by the people of Mandalore as their ruler for wielding it. Right. That she would have made more of an effort to, I don't know, search the ship to find him rather than just <laughs> say, well, I guess we'll wait for Mando and see if he has the kid. We'll just hang out here. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously at the, you know, Luke Skywalker uh, making his way through all the, what, what are they called? Dark, dark troopers. Dark troopers. Basically. <laughs> Very reminiscent of the scene in Rogue One with uh, Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best scenes ever in Star Wars. And then, you know, obviously Mando's mission was to deliver Grogu to a Jedi. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. So he's completed his mission, but Grogu didn't want to go until 
basically Mando gave him, you know, it's okay. You can go. Cause yeah, I, the, the bond between them, obviously he's been taking care of him for so long and, uh, he didn't want to leave. So, so, I mean, the, the, th- but the interesting part about it is we know Luke's fate, mm-hmm. you know, we also know that Luke started a new Jedi temple, was trying to raise and train a new generation of Jedi. One of those being Ben Solo, who eventually becomes Kylo Ren, who has an altercation with Luke and ends up burning down and destroying that Jedi temple and killing several of the other members of the temple. So is Grogu in there? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's a, it's a hard no because it makes zero sense to put this much marketing and effort into creating this lovable character that has taken the, the, the internet by storm. Yeah. I mean, the large part of the show's success is arguably Grogu and the whole baby Yoda phenomenon that started with the last season. They're not yeah. going to just be like, okay, well we're going to give you a bunch of filler, <laughs> but yeah, he died in the temple when Kylo destroyed yeah. it. So <laughs> he either goes his separate way at some point between now and then, or he wasn't there that day. He, <laughs> he was on a field trip. He, COVID and he couldn't go to class. Yeah. So he was eating cookies. <laughs> Somehow, some way, frog eggs. He wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. That's all we. See, do. I'll be excited for uh, for season three. We'll see. Obviously, like I said, he finished his mission. So what's what's next for him? What's he? I think next season is going to be more about Mandalore and the people of Mandalore, the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, sect if you will. And then we're just reestablishing that planet in that colony and, and determining its rightful leader. I think Mando will eventually, cause right now he doesn't want, he doesn't want the dark saber. He doesn't want to rule. He doesn't want to try to bring his people together. He just wants to kind of do his own thing. I think right. eventually that's going to change and that's going to cause conflict between him and Bo-Katan. Yeah. They're going to have to fight someday. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, all right. So I think that's, uh, I think we're caught up. We can, t- we can, we can finally get to the, my favorite part of the show where we talk about COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's kind of the topic of what we're going to discuss next. And this uh, week on COVID corner. <laughs> Wait so, a sec. Do you, do you mind if I interject real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Before you start talking about COVID, I know that's your favorite subject. Yeah. What about the movie soul? Cause that came out on Christmas. Okay. What oh, about yeah. the movie? Still? I mean, obviously we're, we're going through a, a thing now where we're rating uh, the different Disney movies. So right. we don't want to right. talk about this movie for too long, but what, what are your thoughts? Came out on Christmas. I'm sure everybody's seen it. what did you guys think? Did you, did you get to see it, Cardi? Who watched it on Christmas? Did anybody watch None it on Christmas? No, me and James didn't see it till, uh, uh, what the Wednesday before New Year's, or was it New Year's yeah. Day or New Year's Eve Day? You guys call yourselves Disney fans? It's disgraceful. <laughs> we were busy, man. I was busy on Christmas, and then after Christmas, I left for Texas. So uh, we we got to watch it on Christmas. Okay. So what'd you think? I thought it was incredible. Okay. Yeah. It was a good movie. 
like incredible, right. like the Incredibles. You were confused or <laughs> not? Just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> so, so you liked it. Yeah, based on your reaction, I'm maybe thinking you did it. <laughs> no, I thought it was okay. I, 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 I thought it was okay. I, it was different to me, you know. Yeah. I was like, well, were you wanting it to be the same as what? I don't know. It's just different than I guess I pictured it in my head, and it was like, okay. So uh, I, I knew going into this that this was going to be a movie that was going to cause you to think going to cause you to really look inward it was going to take inside out because to me i i have such a hard time with favorites but inside out is one of my favorite movies um just kind of across the board um i've never seen it what you've never seen inside out I've never seen Inside Out. Actually, really good. Uh, All right. All those in favor of disbarring James as a member of this <laughs> podcast. All right. I'll go watch it. I'll go watch it. It's pretty good. If you watch it, you'll uh, – you'll, I mean, it's obviously not a copycat of Soul, but you'll see some – Similarities? Yeah, similarities in what they're trying to – Convey. The story that – Yeah, convey to there, you. There, or, there is a – a connecting theme between inside out and soul inside out has to, a lot to do with emotions and then soul plays into that a little bit, but is more about the soul. Right. Yeah. Your purpose, your meaning of yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was good. Um, it was, I never, I, you know, I knew so was coming out. I watched the, the trailers and yeah, thought it'd be funny. Uh, I never really looked into what it was about. You know, I know a guy died, you know, uh, then he goes to this place and, you know, uh, some comedy ensues and, uh, but oh, I mean, overall I thought it was a good, a good, a good movie. Uh, so I See. do have a question for you. Oh, go ahead, James. I was just going to say, you were saying that the guy dies. I didn't realize that going into the movie. I'm not sure what I expected from the movie. Did you ever watch a trailer? Cause, I, mean, I, guess, I guess not. I mean, I'm watching that. I'm like, as, as that happened, I'm like, well, what the heck? Like, yeah. we just started the movie. I mean, in, in, <laughs> in the, the trailer, very first teaser trailer of this movie, yeah. like not even full-length theatrical trailer, just the teaser, <laughs> you watch this guy saying, I just got my big break. Through a manhole, <laughs> and then you see him Papers, as this blue blob. Papers fly up. Yeah, I, I guess I never saw that. Yeah, man, and <laughs> it, it, it had some funny parts, like when they try to eat pizza and the pizza shoots right back out of them. You know, uh, I mean, it was from that first teaser trailer where I was like, "This is going to be one of those movies like Inside Out that has a, a deeper meaning to it that right. uh, adults are going to catch on to more than kids." Um, but it's going to be that type of movie. I knew it was going to be right. very reminiscent of Inside Out. Right. Yeah. So, so I've been intrigued I mean, since day one. I've been waiting for this movie for a long time. So it met your expectations. Yes. Um, Inside Out. And I'm not a crier. Movies don't make me cry. Inside Out gets me almost there every time I watch it. Yeah. This I never got emotional with this movie. Um, I was wanting to, I was expecting for it to make me cry. I said, if there's going to be a movie that makes me cry, it's going to be this movie. I was fully prepared for it. Cause I just felt like this is going to have some sort of deep 
message at the end of this movie. That's just going to hit you like so, a ton of so, so what's the deep message you got? I can't to, not to put you on the spot. Uh, I, you can't share that I with me right now? <laughs> it's too personal. It's too personal. I, I've just oh, okay. done a lot of soul searching lately, and it's just, I, right. I I think I had a little bit of a hard time because I think I read something, or I saw something where it showed a picture. If if you and Jason, you don't use a Mac, so you don't see the little icon for the Finder. Right. But somebody posted a picture of the icon of the Finder, and Cody, if you look at it. And then they posted a picture of one of the one of the beings in Seoul, and they compared it. And honestly, I spent the whole movie watching that thing, and I just kept thinking of the Finder. That's funny. Now that you say that, and I'm looking at it, I see. Yeah, I see the icon. I see. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. So someone posted like some meme or something and said, you know, the two of them, you know, Pixar and Apple, and because of the, now the it's all two dimensional abstract design of the Jerry's. Yeah, it looks yeah. very much like the the Finder icon on Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I really found a lot of my a lot of my time during that movie thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, I will say though that the animation in this movie was incredible. Yeah, it was good. Um, I never real like the two D animation, especially the the Jerry's and everything and the Terry, um. I don't know, it, especially since they were transparent. Not tra- is no, it's uh, it's not tra- translucent. They were translucent, um, mm-hmm. and I was like, that. I don't know. It just, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um. So you think there'll be a sequel to find out what happens to twenty two? No, because I I do not think it's important. I don't think that that is the takeaway from this movie. Now there will be YouTube theorists and things like that out there. They're already out there. Like who is 22 in the Pixar universe? You know, who does, who does that soul end up being? Uh, Because at this point it's so wide open. It could, it could be anyone we know in the Pixar universe. Um, 22 was obviously voiced by, by Tina Fey, but there's a scene in the movie where, 22 is explaining to Joe that the voice 22 has decided to use 22 decided to use that just because it annoys people. But 22 can sound whatever, like whatever 22 wants to sound like it can imitate Joe. It can sound like anything. And so that leaves it open to 22. What was interesting and Pixar was so clever when they did this by, by that simple scene, just that simple explanation is like, oh, I can sound whatever I want to sound like. This is just a way for your human mind to be able to understand such an abstract idea that this is what your mind has created to understand this. And what Pixar had done by doing this, this that one little line explanation, they were able to skirt, skirt right around it, a, an extremely controversial subject in society right now about gender. Pixar did not try to claim that gender is pre-assigned pre-birth by that one line saying that, why do you sound like a middle-aged white woman? You know? (laughs) And she's like, it's just a voice. I can sound like whatever. And that alone is, I thought it was very clever. It's a, it was a way for them to completely just work around the issue. 
I think maybe I better go watch the movie again. <laughs> so, I mean, I just, I don't know. It was a good movie. I got out of it uh, because what's his big dream is to basically be that dream of playing, playing piano for large audiences, becoming famous. And then I thought the scene where after they get done playing their set, when he finally gets to play with what's her name, they're standing outside and he basically says that I thought it would feel, feel different. Yeah, I thought it would feel, feel different and he feels the same. So then I think at that point he starts to realize that, Hey, and, and I think what I got out of it is don't, don't wait to live your life. Don't, Oh, I'm going to become that famous player or that uh, guitar player, drum player, whatever it may be, piano player. Yeah. Uh, live your life right now. Don't, don't wait for your big break. Just go do it. Uh, yeah. I mean that analogy so, that Dorothea Williams, the character Dorothea Williams used about the fish and the ocean about the fish wanting to get to the ocean and the other fish is like, wait, well, this is the, you're in the ocean. And the fish right. is like, this, this is just water was, yeah. was very much. Um, life is what you make it. Grass is not always greener on the other side, but it can be greener where you're standing right now. If you choose to let it be. So. Right. Right. Um, it's very uh, maker of your own circumstances. Um, right. life gave you lemons, make lemonade. Yeah. And I saw something this week that reminded me of soul. Uh, one of my friends posted, it was a clip from Steve Harvey on his talk show. And he's talking, I guess before his shows or after shows, he's always talking to the audience and yeah, he's a very smart guy. I mean, he's, I, I would love to sit down and talk with Steve Harvey, uh, yeah. just about anything. Uh, but he, he was talking about, uh, jumping, and he explained mm. it to the crowd. Uh, don't, don't just sit on the edge of the cliff your whole life and be satisfied. If you want to live your life to the fullest, you you got to jump. Yeah. He said it's, it's going to be scary. Your parachute's not going to open right away, but eventually it will open. And he's a, he's a he's a very spiritual guy. So, uh, yeah, he was he was bringing God into it and this and that. And it said, you know, basically you weren't brought here to to uh, to jump off the cliff and then you know, go all the way down to the ground and your parachute not open. Your parachute's going to open. Basically, he's saying, you know, take that one skill you have, whatever it may be, and just jump off the cliff. And that kind of reminded me of the meaning of soul. Just don't wait for your, don't, don't wait around. Just live your life. So what what I also like about soul is that some movies are very clear cut as this is what this movie's Mm -hmm. message is or its theme or, this is what you're supposed to take away from a movie. Right. This movie I feel like is not so cut and dry that every person watching it is going to take away something different from it that I like. So James, you need to go watch it again. Apparently. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Did did you actually watch a soul? Did you fall asleep? Did somebody put, uh, I did soundtrack on and I don't think he fell asleep. I did not fall asleep during this one. Oh, you guys watched it no, together? It, <laughs> yeah, we did. yeah, we were at we were at Rob's house. Okay, yeah. So, so and, and it's not that I disliked it. I just you know I thought it was I thought it was an okay movie. <laughs> you know, like uh, and I don't know if you ever experienced this. I experienced this in school, and I feel like lots of kids experience this in school. Um, and I'm talking about more of school being like when you're a kid, cause I know you're doing like college classes now. I don't mean so 
being in school right, right. nowadays, but being in school when you're a kid where you're well, doing that was like, like the forties or fifties for James. So <laughs> where you're like reading in class or whatever, and you're doing that popcorn reading where somebody reads and then they choose on somebody else and you're reading. And then all of a sudden you look down and you're like, what did we just read? And I feel like James watched this movie. And then at the end of it, he's like, yeah, that's good. But I couldn't tell you what I just watched. I don't, I don't really remember any of it. Yeah. Oh, maybe a better analogy is like when you're driving, like on a road trip down the highway and then you look down and it's been like 10 minutes, but you don't really remember driving for the last 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. I remember exit 189 and now I'm at exit 210 and I don't remember anything in between that. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you were sleeping. Well, I do that <laughs> James was on like, autopilot how, while he was how, watching how, this movie. How did I get here? <laughs> So James, go back and watch it and actually watch it and then tell us what you think. You know, it's funny because you liked it so much and I thought it was okay. And I think the last time we actually recorded, you were talking about Mulan and how much you didn't care for it. And then I went and watched it the following Sunday and I thought, man, this is a great movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was like, like, wait a second, he was talking about plot points that didn't need to be there and a lady that had no point in the story. I was like, I thought it was a great movie. I liked it better than the cartoon. <laughs> and then I still haven't seen it, so I still need to watch it. See, I was I was talking so poorly about Mulan after I had watched it um, when I was getting my hair cut one day, and the lady that cuts my hair, she's like, she's like, and she was going to actually go watch it that night, uh, and she's like, I don't know if I want to watch it now. I was like, No, you got to watch it. So the next time I come in here, you can tell me what I thought. And I just got my hair cut earlier this week, and she. And I had forgot we had talked about it. And she says, was it you that I was talking to about Mulan? And I was like, yes, it was. Me. And she's like, you were right. That movie was garbage. And I was like, Thank you. See, it's funny because we went over to my mother-in-law's and, and Jim. Um, and before we started to watch it, I almost said something. I almost said, hey, you guys just – don't don't expect too much because Cody said it's a horrible movie. And then like literally, you know, the castle comes up and it's getting ready to go. And I'm, I'm ready to say that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let it go and we'll see what happens. And I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad you went into it with an open mind. And I'm I'm glad that you allowed everyone else to do the same thing. And maybe right. I should have let you and not said anything. But I guess maybe I just underestimated everyone else's opinion of it and figured everyone would agree with me. I don't know. <laughs> no, everybody, I mean, everybody likes movies. They don't like movies. So yeah. that's a, that's a good thing about having the different points of, of view and different opinions and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I need to watch it still so I can see if I come in in the middle, like, <laughs> so, so at one point during there, Jason, you said you had a question. Do you still have a question about the, about the uh, soul? Because I think you said, uh, I've got a question, and then I started talking, and do you remember? I, have, uh, I, I forgot. You forgot? Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I forgot what I was going to ask. It was a good movie. Go see it, or go to your yes. TV and watch it. Yes. And Tyler uh, said that it made him tear up. Right. Hmm. And because he texted me that while I was watching it. He had just finished it. I was about halfway through it. And he was like, man, during that last act of the movie, I teared up I like five times. And I was just <laughs> sitting there. I, I was bracing for impact, basically, because I I was expecting this movie to make me ball like a baby. And so I was just putting my seatbelt on. I was ready for it. Right. And I get to the end of the movie and I'm like, wait, that's 
that's it. I, I, I didn't get emotional, but I, and so it just didn't have that effect on me, but it had that effect for him inside out. Does it for me? And it may not do it for him. So I, I cried on the inside. Not on the outside. You just peed your pants. You're getting to that age. It's fine. Hey, whatever. <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of that, we were watching uh, we were watching TV the other day, and we were watching. Um, you don't need to expose yourself, Jason. No, 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 no. Is it, is it, we were watching Endgame, right? It, uh, my daughter put it on. She she wanted to watch Endgame, and I had forgotten a lot of the. You know, I remember the general story of Endgame, but I had forgot a lot of the one-liners. Uh-huh. And when they send uh, Ant-Man, when they finally discover that they can do the time travel thing to do the time heist, they send Ant-Man Ant -Man in to test it, and he keeps coming back. He comes back as like a baby and then an old man. And then when he comes back as himself, finally, he's like, he's like, somebody peed my pants. So, I don't know if it was baby me or old me, or maybe it was just me, me. <laughs> I, I was rolling on the couch for like 10 minutes at that one part. I, I had forgot about it. So. Jason's like, I relate to that so much. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. So no, I do not pee my pants. Since yet. you bring up Endgame, so transitioning to the Marvel Universe a little bit, has anyone watched WandaVision yet this year? Episode one and I two. Mean, this, this week. Yeah, it just came out today. Was it just today? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they dropped the first two today, so I'll, I'll probably watch it this weekend. I've watched. And Cody, you've watched them both. Yeah. How was is, it? Is it confusing? Um, it, it's interesting. I, I'll say that, um, especially since we're recording this the day that show the first two episodes have dropped. I I won't say anything to give anything away for anybody. Um, but if you've watched the trailers for it, you you've been able to kind of tell that there's. A kind of a sitcom vibe mm -hmm. to this show um, and a uh, kind of decade by decade. You see the 60s and the 70s and the 90s kind of eras of sitcoms. Um, the first couple episodes are more kind of around the like the Dick, Dan Dick Van Dyke show type sitcom, the early, you know, like 60s stuff. I love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke time period. Yes. Uh, the okay. black and white, the slapstick humor. When do you know when this takes place in the whole scheme of things? Now, I, it is a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It does tie right. into the larger story going forward. Okay. Um, where exactly this fits in after watching the first two episodes, you still don't know. Okay. Um, right. you get little, little bits of information that kind of start to make you realize that there's kind of just something off about what you're watching. Um, but neither you as the viewer or Wanda herself in the show are quite not quite aware of exactly what's real and what isn't. Okay. And so, so they're it, not sure either. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, there's just, yeah, it's interesting. Um, cause I've read some theories, you know, leading up to the release today. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where people came up with these theories. I won't share them yet until I watch it. Uh, some theories about vision and about Wanda and, where they are as far as taking place in the universe mm -hmm. where this occurs. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything yet. Cause I want to watch it first. So, yeah. And I've seen several different theories out there too. Yeah. At, at this point, 
you don't have a lot of information after the first two episodes, you don't get a lot of information. Um, I expect that to start changing very, very soon. Cause I think there's only six or eight episodes and we're, we're already after this week, two episodes into it. So if it's six and that means there's only four left, if it's eight, then there's six, but you know, the, what was her name? Darcy from Thor, the, like the first Thor and the second Thor movie, the, the intern that the science oh, intern uh, played by um, what's her name? Uh, she, she, is she in that diner show with that other two broke girls? Uh, is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Yes. The, her. I, I, I forgot what her name is. Yes. Uh, she's in, she plays her. Darcy. She's in the show. Okay. At this point, she still hasn't made her appearance. Um, Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings. Yeah. And so, and, and I do know that this is somehow supposed to tie into the upcoming Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness movie slated for the next phase of the MCU. So I think eventually we're going to start to get lots of information about what's going on, what's happening, where they're at, why they are where they are, why they're in this weird dystopian generational sitcom lifestyle Right. But uh, it's very interesting. It's very different uh, from Marvel. You know, it's it's unlike anything that you've seen Marvel do before, which I think is part of the interest. I mean, it's a, it's Marvel with a laugh track, you know, like. <laughs> so it's just it's it's very interesting. They, they do a good job of portraying those uh, sitcoms from other eras. Right. Okay. Yeah, I have to. Hopefully, I get a chance I to check it out. I did see that Dick Van Dyke consulted on it. Oh, okay. really? For uh, these early episodes where they're portraying that era of comedy. Uh, I had not seen that. So interesting. So I, I definitely say it's worth watching if you're a Marvel fan. If you've watched everything else Marvel has done up until this point, don't stop now because it's all these shows that they're doing presumably are going to have an influence on the movies themselves. And the movies may have influence on the shows as we go forward throughout these next few years. So it's important that you watch your movies, you watch your TV shows going, going forward. Cool. Well, hopefully I can check it out this week. And if not, that's what uh, work is for. So that mario kart right that mario kart yeah (laughs) don't think that's what's work for but you know yeah well you're in the wrong line of work than there cody (laughs) clearly Uh, all right uh so now back to covid COVID. and and the only reason i'm bringing up covid is because it applies to a couple things that it's the covid corner this week (laughs) oh you gotta play that every week now So Disneyland is not open yet, but uh, Disneyland. What you gotta be kidding me? Yeah, crazy, huh? Almost ten months. Disneyland parking lot is being used as Orange County's first. I guess they're calling it a super vaccination site or something. Super Uh, vaccination zone. Yeah, Orange County's first mass vaccination site. Uh, A pivotal step toward the county leader's goal of delivering 1.5 million shots shots per month. So. 
They, they constructed some tents. It looks like it's in the Toy Story parking lot of the Disneyland Resort. Uh, so sorry for all you Facebook people out there that thought you were going to get to go on Main Street and get your COVID shot. You <laughs> are only going to get to go to the Toy Story parking lot. Um, yep. So. You, you had said before we started recording that you had thought maybe they would set it up in the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Yeah. That actually probably would have been better logistically and traffic wise because they want supposedly they want people staying in their cars for this. Right. And so yeah. you could have people literally drive the entire parking structure, each level maze your way through there and get as many cars into the yeah. parking structure as possible. Get them off the main street, get your shot and then exit out. Just and then you get the shot right before you exit the structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But they did and it. And if the, the line gets part. too long, just like if the parking garage was getting full, they put those little cones up and they have the electronic sign there. Says, well, try again in an hour after we get some yeah. more cars out, out of here. Yeah. The way it looks now, the parking lot looks full. I see some white tents in the background. It looks like people are just walking up. So who knows? Um, so right now, I don't know if they're putting any restrictions on who can get it. Uh, it looks like they started out with 65 and older. Oh, did uh, they? Yeah. It says, they- now this is from the Orange County Register on January 13th, which is two days ago. Um, see, the tented site's opening marks a new chapter in Orange County's battle against the coronavirus. As people age 65 and older, especially those who have underlying health conditions, uh, it just says they can be vaccinated against the disease. So it doesn't say that they're that they're doing any, you have to be this old. It just, right, it's just saying that people 65 and older can get it. So, because that seems to be the, uh, I guess, the hardest hit population demographic. Right. So. Yeah, it's hard to know because I thought they were still in phase one, but I I don't know. And I think phase one was just like healthcare workers and stuff, right? But I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think every state oh, yeah, is doing it. Yeah, everything's different, I think, different. in each state. Oh. Yeah. Because I know, I know like New York and I think Florida are just doing – I know Florida specifically is doing like 70 and older. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Who Utah knows? right now is doing healthcare workers – first responders and uh, school staff for K through 12. Okay. So, so what are your thoughts on the vaccine itself, Jason? You're going to go get it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We've had a lot of discussion about this at work. Uh, Where, where I work, I work for, I, I, I don't work. I'm not a U.S. Marshal, but I'm, I'm a contractor company that works with the U.S. Marshals. Uh, they've all gotten theirs since we're a contracted company. We don't fall under their same rules and our mm-hmm. company hasn't said if they're going to require us to have it or not. Me personally, I, I want to wait. Um, you know, they take years and years and years sometimes to develop a vaccine to get it right. Uh, we're less than a year into the whole COVID thing. Unless, you know, conspiracy theory people, they've been planning this for years, you know, they've known about it for years and who knows, but, uh, yeah, I'm probably, if I have the choice, probably going to wait a while. Cody, how about you? If you, if your company requires it, will you quit? Uh, I don't know. That's something I'll have to talk with the wife about. So, uh, I know there are some people there that said they would, 
Yeah. Uh, there's, there's some people who are taking it upon themselves to just go get the, one of the guys got an appointment next week to go get the first shot and then he'll go back and get the second shot however many weeks later. So, um, and he's in whatever demographic that allows him to get it right now. Yeah. Apparently, uh, he made an appointment at the, at the VA and they're going to give it to him. So, okay. He's not, he's not over 65 or a healthcare worker, but I guess, uh, maybe they're doing a little differently here in Wyoming. So, Hmm. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So how about you, Cody? How about you? I read (laughs) Cody are immune for like five to six months. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, is that, is that real? That's what they're saying. that I've read that, but then I, I, I've also read people that have gotten it two or three times, but yeah. So I I don't know what to believe about uh, the, the chances of contracting it again after you've had it. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm kind of waiting to see some of the side effects. I know there have been people, uh, I've read news stories about people having really bad reactions to it and some actually dying after they, got the shot or the vaccine. So right. you, know, you die with the, sh- with the vaccine or you die from Corona or you die cause you got hit by a car. I don't know. It, it, so, so I'd like get, more information. Do you get a flu shot every year? I don't No, Cody. Yeah. Do you No. No, me either. No. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't got one since I got out of the military six years ago. Right. So. Did they require it in the military? Oh yeah. Every year we had to get a flu okay. shot toward the end they started to do the flu mist. I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's just, they sprayed up your nose. Yeah. Instead of giving you a shot, but yeah, we were, we were required. Okay. Um, part of me has thought that if it helps everyone move on quicker and to get back to some sort of normalcy, I'm for getting the vaccine. Um, that that's, how I've kind of felt. Um, I, and, and, and I don't know if I, and see, and Jason and I both have it, have had the, the virus and I, I'm not, I'm not worried about the virus. I never really overly was, but just now, especially after having it, I'm not scared of it. You know, there's still the chance that I, 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 I'm not discrediting that I may get it again and it could cause more serious issues than it did the first time. Cause I got very, ex- extremely lucky the first time. I don't discredit that, you know, I had a very mild case of it, but, um, right. And my experience with it, it was, I've had colds that were worse than yeah. what I had. Yep. And so. I, I would agree with that as well. I've had colds yeah. that were much worse. Um, but and when I get a, a cold, lot of people out partial, there. I'm, I'm a, I'm a big baby when I get a cold. So that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's saying a lot. So oh, come on, let's be honest. It doesn't take getting a cold for you to be a big baby. No, no, I get a cold. I, all you, you got to do is come in second place in Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> I've had very bad colds. And so I know, I know how women feel when they give birth. That's all I got. to <laughs> Great. You better edit no, that part out. I'm just whatever. Any listeners that after that? No, there's a meme I always send Marsha about that. So, yeah. No, that's I don't feel that way. I'm just joking. But yeah, I've had colds worse than the COVID. 
Yeah. As far right. as my experience. Obviously, everybody has their own experience. So I think by the time my demographic being early 20s, otherwise healthy individual, it's going to be a while before I'm even having the opportunity to get the vaccine. And at this point, it's, you know, I, I suppose more or less all vaccines are are optional. Um, but by the time my demographic in my state, I'm allowed to even get one, there's going to be so many other people out there that already have it that it's kind of like the flu. The people that get it to a degree help those that don't get it as well because they're minimizing the spread by getting it themselves. Um, I've never really been worried about the flu. I've personally never had the flu, uh, even without the vaccine. Now I've had COVID, uh, but that doesn't make me feel like I need the vaccine. So right. I, I kind of, I'm on both ends. I'll, I'll get it if it helps make the world go round, but if the world starts spinning and I don't need to get it, I probably won't get it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned, you know, a lot of people at work, you know, what, what did it feel like? What, what, what were your symptoms? And I, I basically told them last year at that time, which would have been December of 2019, I got a really bad cold. Yeah. And I took NyQuil. I took Mucinex. I pressed on with my day and I went to work. So had I had the COVID not been around, you know, this year, if I'd have felt that same way, I'd have did the same thing. I, I, I didn't think it was any different than anything that I've gotten before. So the worst part about what I had that was COVID specific was the, the loss of taste and smell. That was the most difficult thing to deal with. Mm -hmm. I had like body aches and chills like the very first day after that it went away and I didn't have any more aches or chills. Um, I had extremely mild nasal congestion, just kind of all up in my forehead and my sinuses and stuff up here. Um, but that was it more mild than I typically get with the average common cold that goes around every year. Yeah. The biggest thing I had to deal with was not being able to taste anything while I'm stuck at home for a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mine right. was getting back to work and the hoops I had to jump through <laughs> with my company, even after the state of Wyoming sent me letters saying, Hey, you are clear of COVID. You are allowed to, you know, resume, normal life and but my company wouldn't take any of that they they i went to see a doctor to be cleared and it took them another week before they said yeah you can come back to work so <laughs> that's crazy yeah, yeah. i missed like I, five I, extra days there's some people out there that you know i've seen the articles going around it's like will disneyland require a covid vaccination card proving that you've received the vaccine in order to go to the park i don't think they'll do that because then it if you buy your tickets online, you have to provide your medical information on the website somewhere. And that's just not going to happen because they're not going to let you buy a ticket online and then present your COVID card at the gate in order to use the, you know, cause then they'll be issuing uh, refunds left and right. So I, yeah. I don't see them requiring it in order for you to attend the parks in the future. However, on the off chance that that is a pos- a reality in the future, I will absolutely get the vaccine. <laughs> no question. Hands down. I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> uh, 
I'm with you there. So, so speaking of Disneyland, uh, oh no, we got to ask James. We didn't. We we haven't gotten around to James. He said he said he's there with you. So, no, as as far as getting it or not, you know, I was looking into it and I was thinking real seriously about getting it because, you know, phase one healthcare workers. uh, There's a big thing in the dental community that, you know, is dental really part of healthcare because it's kind of kept out a little bit, but. Um, they are lumped in there and they made sure there's a big thing in the dental laboratory community in particular where they made sure to say that they did something, the NADL did something with the ADA to make sure that we were all lumped in there. So I guess I'm eligible to go get it. And I was thinking about it, but anybody I talk to is like, they think I'm crazy. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, people keep sending me texts about, uh, this guy got the vaccine and was dead 24 hours later. And, and this person got it and, and was sicker than they've ever been in their entire life. And so like, I've been seriously looking at going and getting it. Cause I've just been thinking, you know what the heck with it? I don't want to get this. I haven't got it. I really don't want to. So let me just go get it. But then it's like, now I don't know. <laughs> the interesting about it. Though, <laughs> and what's interesting is cause I haven't seen anything like that. Right. I haven't seen anything, anything like like any negative things. Yeah, about anything, right. any kind of post, uh, any kind of reaction due to the vaccine, right. or seemingly due to the vaccine. And and I've got a you know I've got a couple of friends on Facebook that are you know through church that are doctors in different parts of the country, and one of them posted on there you know hey as healthcare workers, I think it's important. And, you know, they're showing that they're getting the vaccine and like all the doctors that I know on Facebook are all getting it. That's what made me start thinking, hey, I need to go get this. And then, you know, like I started talking to my sisters, I started talking about it with people at work and everyone's just looking at me like, "Mm, no, you shouldn't do that. (laughs) Well, and the crazy thing about it is not all doctors are for this, which I think is extremely interesting because you're not going to get that. You're not going to have doctors on both sides of the measles vaccine. Right. Doctor, right. we're going to recommend you get the measles vaccine. Right. But you've got doctors on both sides of the fence on this issue, which I find the most interesting because there's been very uh, uh, vocal doctors online that do not trust this vaccine. But then you have the 180 of that where doctors are praising it, showing uh, that they're getting it, their staff's getting it, they recommend everybody get it. And so it's it, it's all over the board. In yeah. every demographic group, as far as doctors and scientists, uh, politicians, everybody's yeah. on different pages. And one thing I think one of my sisters told me is that like 40% of healthcare workers are refusing to get it is is the stat that was told to me. And I'm like, but you know what? It's like anything else in the world today. It's hard to know what's true and what's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen any percentages, but I have seen that there are healthcare professionals that are refusing it. And but I went to school with people that are nurses and things now, and that they're getting it and they're happy as can be, and they're so happy that this is there. And and maybe it's just a different viewpoint because there have been nurses throughout this whole pandemic, and they're getting a front row view of what this thing actually does to people. And I can imagine that would change your outlook on, on it and the vaccine and yeah, you know, you choose to believe in it because it's better, you know, the, the hope that it can provide a better life for everyone around you 
is better than what you're seeing in every room in every hospital. Yeah. You know. So, so yeah, so that's, that's my, I was thinking about getting it. I've been kind of talked out of it, but I'm still thinking I might just go ahead and go do it just to, just to get it done and be over with. Cause I, I really, I, you know, I think you guys show that nothing bad happened. I've got some other, you know, our brother-in-law that we went to visit down in Texas, you mm-hmm. know, their family experienced it and it was very mild, but at the same time, I know that there's more serious cases of it. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't want to be the one out of everybody that's like, yeah, all the bad stuff happens to. So I think I might just go get it. Because there's the occasional person that gets a bad reaction to the flu vaccine too. Yeah. You know, that they get sick after they get the flu vaccine. And it's just something that happens. And it there's probably a very good likelihood that that something that happens might be a little bit more frequent with this vaccine just because of the rapid production and testing on it because of the pandemic nature and, and the, and, and it's hard to say, yes, it's, it's the quickest in history that a vaccine has ever been produced and manufactured and tested to whatever degree it was tested to. Um, but it's, we're also the furthest point in human history. The last time we developed a vaccine and I don't have the, this I didn't do the research on it. I don't know when we actually last developed a wide, uh, widely known vaccine, but I imagine it was several years ago. And I imagine just like with everything else in the technology world and the medical field, things are constantly evolving and changing and getting better. And it may have now been possible. And, you know, especially with the, uh, red tape that apparently Trump was trying to cut through with the, with the, the ADA and the FDA to get these things approved as quickly as possible. Maybe with all that and with the world's current technology and medical science, maybe it's not unheard of that we can actually do this in 10 months, get a vaccine rolled out. Right, right. now. Will it ever be done? Will a, cause then like, why do we have vaccines? Because of pandemics, typically. <laughs> so does the next time we get a pandemic for a new kind of virus, will we do the same thing? You know, what are the parameters for for creating a vaccine? How many people have to die in a certain amount of time frame to warrant a vaccine? All I know is the next hint of a pandemic, the first thing I'm doing is going to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before they close down. We <laughs> if, it, if, if it's open yet. By that yeah. time. So, speaking of Disneyland, let's move on to our next news story that I saw. And uh, probably affects James more than it affects me and Cody right now because we did not have passes. Uh, and I don't know if you let yours run out or if you still had it, James. But uh, I still had it. Okay. Disneyland is... Um, getting rid of their current annual pass holder uh, program. Uh, So uh, what does that mean for people who had passes that were current? You will get a prorated refund. Uh, I don't know if you've, have have you looked into getting your refund yet and what you got to do? No, I, the site doesn't really say that there's anything that we have to do at this point. It sounds like they're going to reach out to us. So I'm just kind of waiting to see what happens. Yeah. I think the only people that really fall into this category 
are people from out of state or out of the uh, zip codes or not zip codes uh, area. Yeah, zip codes where you can pay for the pass monthly. So I know right. like when you buy a annual pass, if you live in a certain Southern California zip code, you can pay for it monthly because you're considered local. Yeah. If you're outside of that area, you have to pay for it all up front. Yeah. And so yeah, the, the local people pretty much in the beginning of all this, when the park closed down, they suspended withdrawing payments on, on locals passes Right. Uh, and refunded anything that had been withdrawn since they closed. And so those people were kind of all made square a long time ago. Um, and basically now their passes are just been deactivated basically. Right. And they're not going to ever resume payments on their pass. Right. They don't, yeah, here's kind of, Oh, go ahead. Disneyland doesn't owe them any more money. They've already corrected any money they've taken that, was unable to be used. They've refunded it to them. So now from what it seems is just going to be people like James that live too far away to pay for it monthly that had to pay it all up front. He's yeah. now finally going to get however much was left on his pass refunded to him, prorated to him. Yeah. Here's a kind of a, not really a timeline, but it talks about when the parks closed, Disneyland paused the monthly payment plans for annual passes and agreed to extend the end date on prepaid plans for pass holders who didn't want a refund at that time. Now the program is being discontinued. Uh, pass holders who are paid for the year in full or who had unused balance on a monthly plan can expect a partial refund, basically on the part that you didn't use. No timeline has been given regarding how long it will take for pass holders to get this refund, uh, despite the annual pass holder program ending. Disneyland will continue to offer annual pass holder discounts throughout the Disneyland Resort. You, you simply just have to show your annual pass card and you'll continue to receive those discounts. I don't know how long that will last. The Premier Passport will be canceled after March 31st, which that's the one that got you access to both Disneyland and Walt Disney World theme parks. Mm -hmm. uh, Premier Pass holders are able to renew their passes at the Walt Disney World Resort through April 30th of 2021. Uh, no plans on Disney World canceling their program. Uh, Disneyland has not shared any additional information about a new membership program that will replace the annual pass program in the future. Uh, the Disneyland Resort um, canceling their pass is similar to what Tokyo Disney Resort did at the end of 2020, where they ended their annual pass program. Um, and Disneyland President Ken Potrock sent out a letter to all annual pass holders by email, which James, you got, you forwarded it to me. I read yes. it. It happened to be the same one that someone else had posted. Right. Uh, so basically he said, uh, we want to thank our annual pass holders for their understanding during this closure. Due to the continued uncertainty of the pandemic and limitations around the reopening of our California theme parks, we'll be issuing appropriate refunds to eligible Disneyland Resort annual passports. And sunsetting the current program we are currently developing a new membership offering that will utilize consumer insights to deliver choice flexibility and value for our biggest fans so um mixed bag of reviews on social media on the sites that i visit on facebook and twitter a lot of them are never visiting disneyland again how could you do this to us we're loyal customers uh relax uh when disneyland yeah. opens buy a ticket go to disneyland if you want to go one more right. said, now I can't afford to go 16 times a year. Well, no, you probably can't, but now you can go <laughs> once or twice, maybe. 
Uh, yeah. so, you know, some people were like, yeah, it's a good, it's a good idea. I think partial reason now I, I haven't seen anything about it, but this kind of made me think, well, maybe Disneyland knows something that California is soon going to let them open. That's why right. they waited till now when they do open, they don't want pass holders flooding. Cause they're obviously going to be at limited ca ca capacity. They're not going to be able to, you're not going to have 60 to 80,000 people walking around Disneyland anymore. Right. Um, they're going to have some type of program where you'll have to, you know, choose the dates you want to go. And when, you know, the park is full to their capacity they want, then you won't be able to get tickets for that day. Uh, there'll be a lot more pre-planning, I think, on the part of people who are going to Disneyland um, to get those where you just can't show up and expect to get in. Um, yeah. So it kind of, I was thinking, well, maybe they're getting ready to open soon because they're prepping. You know, obviously if they open tomorrow and they had not canceled the annual pass holder program, who do you think would be filling up Disneyland? Everybody from the Southern California area, yeah. or possibly James from Las Vegas. Oh yeah, I would have been there. there. I would and, have been trying to drag Cody and Tyler <laughs> along with me. And, uh, <laughs> well, I think to to so that they deal with the capacity issue, put everybody on basically equal footing. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's really what makes the most sense. Right. Yeah. So we'll see what kind of program they bring back if they do bring anything back, which I had heard rumors they were going to get rid of a couple of the levels anyways. Um, and so, they, yeah. they restructure the annual pass holder program and what passes yeah. are available every so often anyway. Right. You know, from what I've seen people talk about online and uh, people that are, have kind of made a living with uh, reporting on Disney and things like that. Their speculation right now is that, like Jason said, it could be a sign that they may have been given word from the state of some a, a timeline on reopening. And so this is just a step in gearing up for that. Right. Or it could just be they know at some point they hope to reopen. And in order to do that, this is something that needs to be done before that point. And at this point... We're almost at a year um, yeah. since it's been closed. It's been 10 months now. That is crazy. To and say so that. at this point, it's just – and the annual passes are going to be irrelevant because we do know when – whenever it is that they do reopen, they're going to be at 20 or 25% capacity. And if you have those annual passes – pass holders with annual passes available to use them like you were at Disney world when Disney world opened back up last July or June, whenever they opened up, they were only closed for like four months. Um, they like at, at an extra day or two before the general public was able to book reservations and buy tickets. They opened it up to annual pass holders to reserve days to go. If they did that with Disneyland. Yeah you'd have just the residents of orange County alone fill up that 20 to 25%. Right. I mean, yeah. just from, just from historically that we know there's a lot, a lot more pass holders at Disneyland than, than Disney, Disney world, world was more of a, I mean, Disneyland was, you know, in the middle of orange County, it's in Anaheim. There's a lot around it. People would just go for the, you know, Hey, let's go to Disneyland to eat or whatever. You know, they pass holders would just go anytime. Disney world's a little different. I mean, mm -hmm. there's pass holders there, but it's more of a, travel destination type thing and there weren't yeah. as many pass holders basically so yeah because uh, even when i had a pass there was a few times where i happened to be down in california i'm like hey let's let's drive out to disneyland grab some dinner and then drive home you know it, it was 
yeah uh, we didn't need to go to the park that day uh so yeah 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 it would have been a mess if they hadn't done this because that's one thing i was thinking is and as soon as they open because i think i had a month and a half left on my pass if i don't get in that month and a half what happens at that point <laughs> right, right i'm gonna right. be pissed yeah so yeah it's the right thing to do i think it'll be interesting to see how they do it and how many tickets I'm able to get when they start opening up. <laughs> well, and that, that's something that I thought about even when we were thinking about maybe going last July mm-hmm. and knowing that Disney world opened it up to annual pass holders first. And it's like, it was like, cause Tyler and I didn't have, don't have annual passes, but, but you and Teresa do. And it was like, man, yeah. if we do something like that. Are we even going to be able to go with you? Right, you try to get a reservation in July, and you you log in or whatever. It says first available reservation December twenty second. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so then we were worried that like, like we're gonna do whatever it takes, but then it's like, you know, we may not even be able to. You yeah. know, at least now when the time comes that they do open, um, now we can all join forces and we can do what we need to do to to get in there or get the. Uh, tickets that we need on the day that we need right. and we can all go hopefully together at the same time. And I'll yes. be, I'll be looking at what they're going to do. Cause I always got my tickets through the, through the base, through the military. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was able to get really good prices. I don't know if they're going to continue that program or not, which will suck if they don't, but cause I would get, I mean, I don't remember what the prices were when Disneyland closed as far as if you went to the park and paid or whatever, but I would get a four day pass at Disneyland for like $170. And that was yeah. a park hopper. So you figure 170 divided by four, but you're looking at like 42, $43 a day. That's, that's like 1990 prices or whatever. Right. So, um, that's how, that's what we would use since we couldn't get the passes or we could get the passes, but it just wasn't, uh, logical for us to have a pass to Disneyland when we live like 14 hours away. So, Mm-hmm. Right. We would we would do it that way. We were allowed like six tickets per year, which was enough for our family. So um, I'm interested to see if that program comes back. Hopefully it does. Cause yeah, because they don't offer military rated tickets on the website, right? You have to get them through the base. You have to get them through the base. I think you can get, I think you were allowed to buy them at the ticket booths. I Present think. your military ID yeah. and they'll give you a discounted ticket. Yeah. But we always got them beforehand because we knew when we were going so we would get them from the base Um, yeah they they would have our names on them and really all i had to do uh when i got there i had to be there the first day to show my id that yes i bought these tickets so a lot of people like a friend of mine was like well could you get me tickets and then i could go i was like no i gotta be there the first day with you Mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna waste three of my tickets for the year on you when i have to buy six for my family so yeah Uh, yeah, it was just a special program they offered to – you had to be current military or retired military. Uh, so for a lot of my friends that got out four, six, ten years, they they weren't allowed to get them. They had to pay full price or whatever. But um, we'll be I'll – be, I'll be looking at that when they do decide to reopen. Um, yeah, so. because if, if, if they're doing this online reservation thing – I don't know how you'll get a discounted military ticket. Well, we would on the base, we would go in, we would tell them, Hey, we want to go whatever July 3rd through the 7th. And then I'm sure they would be able to look it up and then assign us, you know, reserve it and then assign us tickets for those days. So gotcha. we'll see. We'll see. 
Uh, but yeah. To increase your odds, you might have to leave the kids. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> they would be so mad. Just, just you and Marsha go. Yeah. Even, even Marsha was like, so I, so when Disneyland opens, this could be limited capacity. I said, yeah. She goes, well, when they open, we need to go. So I was like, yes. <laughs> Uh, I was like, that's fine with me. So, yeah. Uh, I, you, none of, neither of you guys commented on it, but that little thing that I sent you guys in our group message. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, mention it. Because um, Knotts, Knotts did something similar, I think. Oh, I'm not, I'm not even talking about that yet. Oh, oh okay. I thought um, you were talking about Universal. It was, oh, goodness. Um, Galaxy's Edge in in California was open for nine months and 14 days. Uh, Galaxy's edge has now been closed for 10 months. Yeah. <laughs> Disneyland yeah, has been closed longer than that park. That, that land was able to be open. Uh, that's crazy. In Disneyland in California. Yeah. You know? I thought you were talking about the, the, the tweet you sent me from universal studios. Hollywood no, that, that, that was pure that, ice cold. That was it, not very hey, nice of universal hey, studios. Hey, Hey, past members. Yeah, you. We just want to let you know that we love you. <laughs> it's such a slap in the face. But it's funny. Oh, yeah. man. I think oh. Knott's put out something similar. I'll have to go search for it. But uh, Like, that's just a knife in the back of the yeah. heart. Like, yeah. I saw that, and I, I couldn't contain myself. I was like, <laughs> no, they didn't. It was funny when you sent that, so... <laughs> So you know what I think? I think uh, we're gonna put off talking about our latest movie that we watched until next week because uh, we are running. I mean, we're already, I think, over an hour and a half on this episode. So, okay, if, if that's okay with you two, we'll talk about Dumbo next week. Sure, um, that's fine with me. All sure right, me. give you a chance to watch the shortest animated Disney feature <laughs> again. Yeah, after we watched the longest one last time. So. Yeah. I guess if we have a, a podcast that runs for an hour and a half, 90 minutes to talk about a 60 minute movie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should put it off till next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Um, I think this week we caught up with what we've been doing, a little Disney news. We had our uh, COVID corner, uh, our new feature. <laughs> What's the theme, Cody? It's the COVID corner. <laughs> see, see now you got to you got to work in Cody's COVID corner just for the alliteration there. Oh, I mean, there you go, Cody. Do it again. That's triple points on uh, categories. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, see, I got to now. I got to change the whole jingle, adding yeah. adding that in. It throws um, off the balance. And now, breaking news in Cody's COVID corner. <laughs> I just uh, like the beginning of that. <laughs> breaking news in Cody's COVID corner today in... We, when you did it the first time, it sounded like Porky Pig. <laughs> That's all, folks. There you go. <laughs> uh. That's that's funny. All right. Well, I think that's all I got for this episode, guys. You guys got anything else last minute? Um, James apparently nope. needs to watch Soul for the first time. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going to go watch Soul. <laughs> I got I to watch Milan. Um, yeah. Don't, don't yeah. bother. Don't bother. 
Uh, and uh, let's see some. Let's see, we're done with 2020. We're on to 2021. Um, hopefully, if everything goes right, we'll do about 26, 27 episodes this year. I think that's what we've been averaging. Uh, we just went our longest time period without putting out an episode. Um, I know we should. We have plans to record next week, and then the week after that, we'll figure something out because uh, everybody's got. Uh, things to do and James might not be around, but we'll work something. Uh, even if we have to take a week off, which is fine. I got no the, the great beyond. Where, where, where's he going? <laughs> He'll tell you later. He's going to Disneyland without you. James, <laughs> James, do you know what the great beyond is from? No. What's that from? <laughs> you need to go watch soul. My friend. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> there you go. I'm playing Call of Duty and watching Mulan. So next and week, we'll get James's updated uh, review console. of Soul. He's gonna come back, man. That was the greatest movie ever. I must have slept through it the first time. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Cool. So I'll watch it this weekend. I'm actually gonna get to go to In and Out again. Nice. They hit one of the Colorado ones for the first time. Don't All right. hit it. Well, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. Unless I go there and the lines are still long, then I probably won't get it, but we'll see. It's just training for Disneyland. There, there you, you go. go. I can't go to Disneyland. The lines are too long. <laughs> I never say that. I know. <laughs> see, it's weird. I don't mind. I'm, I'm not going to say I hate people because I love people. <laughs> I don't like crowds. Like crowds annoy me sometimes. But when I go to Disneyland, it doesn't bother me at all. Well, then you can, you may want to go back. when they reopen because yeah, it yeah. might be the least busy you've ever seen Disneyland. Yeah, it's kind of like driving in Vegas, driving around town, which Cheyenne is nothing like Vegas, but when the roads get crowded, I get mad, I get road rage. But when I go to Southern California and I drive on the freeways and they're packed, it doesn't even bother me at all. I, it's weird. So. <laughs> So yeah, but if I go to In and Out and this line's like an hour long, I'm gonna say screw it and I'll go to somewhere else. So, <laughs> Waterburger. We don't have Waterburger in Cal- in Colorado. You keep they driving in Mexico. But, Mexico. But you can't you can't go in. You got to go through drive through. So. Oh really? In New Mexico, yeah. Hmm. That's why your 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 mom and Les had a, troubles going through New Mexico on their way back. So. Yeah, New Mexico was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible to begin with. I lived there yeah. for years, but New sorry, Mexico. Sorry, you live in New Mexico, but yeah, uh, yeah, New Mexico is a unique place. Unique. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get out of here tonight. Let me, uh, let me right. uh, do our our normal thing at the end of the show. If you're uh, on social media, you like to. Uh, see what we're doing. Follow us. You can uh, find us on Facebook. We're at Talking Disney Podcast. On Twitter, at Talking Disney. On Instagram, at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us anytime at Talking Disney Podcast at gmail.com. Share your thoughts, concerns, questions, ideas for shows, uh, whatever you want to share. Uh, and uh, you can always find our show on our website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com, where it will be loaded up first before it makes its way out to the various streaming services like uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, etc. So um, that is all I got for episode 54. Uh, I'm glad to be recording again. I'm glad 2020 is over. 
<laughs> and hopefully 2021 will be a lot better. But if not, you know what? I'll make it through. We'll go to Disneyland this year. Yeah, yeah we'll be. Yeah, we'll, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> it'd be it'd be fun to do a, a show from Disneyland somewhere. Let's so, do it. Hopefully, the yeah. world goes back to normal this year, so James and I can go to yeah. Disney World next year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Jason, start saving. Yeah. I mean, I if Disneyland doesn't open, I may have to just go to Disney World this year. So. There you go. We'll see. We'll see. Because <laughs> I can still get those tickets on base. Hey, uh, well, um, I'll pay you for I one. Want, so I want to say like five days is, I think it's like 190, 200 bucks maybe. I'll have to look again. I'll come with you. You just got to decide yeah. which kid you're leaving home. <laughs> Somebody's got to watch the dogs. Yeah, that's the way you got to look yeah. at it. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because <laughs> normally when we go to Disneyland, we drop them off at, uh, mother-in-law's house, your grandma. So yeah, we don't have nobody going east that we can drop them off to unless you go to Texas and we can drop them off at Robin Brooks house. There you go. Here, watch our dogs for a couple of days. <laughs> They're used to that house now. So yeah. Good. yeah. So, all right. Well, that's all I got guys. You got anything before we take off? Nope. I'm good. All right. Well, hopefully you guys had a good new year's out there uh, and you're settled into 2021 and you are staying COVID free. So, uh, more to come on COVID on next week's Cody's COVID corner. Uh, we'll talk about some more things. So, uh, thanks for taking time out of your day. Like, like we always say, we really do appreciate, uh, if we can, uh, we just like to talk about Disney. So we appreciate you listening to us talk about yes. Disney, uh, rambling on about Disney. And yes. uh, that's all I got for episode 54. We will, uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 Folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-C-